Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach, a hypnotherapist, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl. And this podcast is all about helping you to become your calmest, happiest, and most confident self. So you are invited to try out the hypnotherapy pack and see if it could help you to become calmer, less pressured, and more present in just 10 minutes a day. Hundreds of people have used the hypnotherapy pack to help them to stop overthinking and be overwhelmed, to know that they're good enough, to enjoy the present moment and to take the pressure off themselves. If you've been thinking about trying hypnotherapy for anxiety, this is a great way to start. It takes just 10 minutes a day. It's something that can easily fit into your life and many people feel the benefits right away. Angela said that she tried lots of things to help anxiety, but this is the best thing that she tried. And Gemma said that she can really feel a difference even after only a handful of listens. So to get your hands on the hypnotherapy pack, come on over to karma-u.com and click the button that says hypnotherapy pack for all the details and to sign up today. That's karma-u.com and click the button that says hypnotherapy pack. I hope you love it. Hi folks, hope you're doing well today. I'm going to talk on the podcast today about relationships and how to navigate relationships when you have anxiety or specifically high functioning anxiety but actually these tips would work for anyone who is experiencing anxiety or indeed anyone at all. They're tips that would work for anybody in relationships and I'm talking quite specifically about romantic relationships but these Bits of advice would also work for relationships with family members or even housemates, people that you cohabit with. And I am talking about this as somebody who has struggled in the relationship area for a long time. Me and my partner often laugh about the fact that we have seen probably about four or five different relationship therapists and coaches over the years. And mostly in the first kind of maybe like the first seven years of a relationship It was, I have to say, quite hard going for him and for me. And I think the first thing to acknowledge is that, yes, relationships can be hard on us when we are experiencing anxiety. And they can also be hard for our partner as well to have to deal with the things that can come up for us when we're, you know, struggling in this way. And let's face it, relationships bring up all our stuff. And there's actually several 
sort of well-known people, thinkers in this area that say that actually it's almost like relationships are designed to bring up our stuff, to help us to heal. They talk about this in Imago therapy. If you've ever looked into that type of relationship therapy, there's been a couple of books that the authors of, or the creators of Imago therapy wrote. One of them is called Getting the Love That You Want. And they talk about the fact that your relationship, the purpose of it is actually to help you to heal your childhood wounding, essentially. So the fact is that we all have childhood wounding. We all have imperfect parents and stuff from our childhoods that causes us to feel like we're not good enough or causes us to feel like we have to be in control all the time or causes us to push people away or need a lot of validation. And in Imago Therapy, they talk about this idea that actually your relationship is the perfect environment to heal your childhood wounding. And so if that's the case, you know, of course, a lot of our stuff is going to come up in our relationships. And it's a sad state of affairs, but it's true that we can sometimes be our worst selves to the ones that we love the most. So with that in mind, and I'm aware this is a massive topic, and I'm actually just going to be sharing three specific tools and techniques that you can implement into your life that may be helpful in your relationship and let me know if this topic is of interest to you and I can perhaps look at getting some guests on or digging more into this topic send me a little dm on instagram at chloe brotheridge if you want me to talk more about this so I'm going to share my three strategies and techniques for navigating relationships with anxiety So the first one is about clear and kind communication. Now, in my house, it used to feel a bit like Groundhog Day, where we would have literally the same argument again and again (laughs) on repeat. It was very, very boring and irritating. And it was often about who did the tidying up, who did the, the cleaning and things like who emptied the dishwasher? Usually it was me. Or who took the bins out? Usually, again, it was me. And we were having the same argument again and again, and it didn't stop until I started to change my communication method. Now, I'm not suggesting for a minute that it is all down to one person to communicate better. Of course, the other person has to be open and willing to receive that communication. However, the way that we communicate things is very important. Now, One of the things around communication that massively helped me was the work of Michael Rosenberg. And he wrote a book called Nonviolent Communication. And in this book, he writes about how we can communicate in a way that helps everyone to get their needs met and helps us to communicate in a way that doesn't trigger the other person's defences. Now, I don't know if you recognise this in yourself, but I would often say to Aiden things like you never empty the dishwasher you bastard like why do you expect me to do everything for you that sort of thing and that you know there may be some truth there (laughs) but actually once I'm communicating in that way I'm triggering his defenses because I'm kind of on the attack and somebody that is defensive is not in a position to do what you want them to do. And they're not even in a position to receive or maybe even hear what you're saying. And this is just what we're like as humans. Um, (laughs) 
it would be nice if people could receive things in whatever package they come in. But the reality is, if you're raising someone's defences by what you're saying to them, that you're not going to be very likely to receive that message and to you know, make the changes that you want them to. So if you want to communicate in a better way, what we can do is first off start by making an observation. So we make an observation about the facts. We're not making a judgment. We're not saying that that makes me feel so angry or anything like that. We're just stating the facts. Then, and this is all again from uh, nonviolent communication, we talk about how we feel. And then lastly, we make a request. So you're making an observation, you're stating how you feel, and then you're making a request. So that might look like saying something like, I empty the dishwasher every day this week. I'm feeling quite overwhelmed. Could we have a situation where we empty it on alternate days each? So that is a very different conversation than you're a bastard, you know, you never do anything for me, (laughs) you're so selfish, that sort of thing. So have a think about that and how you could communicate more in that way about something that is important to you in your relationship. Now, another thing that is really important to remember is our tone, the tone with which we are saying this. And I know this is a big topic. We could go into kind of tone policing and all that sort of thing. But just think about it. If I say something in a grumpy way to my partner, or if I say something in a light and friendly way, the manner and the tone at which I'm saying it, what is more likely going to yield the result that I want? Now, it might be that sometimes we need to get angry in order to create a change. But a lot of the time, and I know this in my own relationship, maybe it's different for you. I don't know. I'm just sharing my experience. And this also actually comes from the book, Getting the Love You Want. The authors are Harville and Helen Hunt. Sorry, Dr. Harville Hendricks and Dr. Helen Hunt. They talk about how your tone is really important. So saying things in a light and friendly way is probably going to yield you a better result than saying it in a really pissed off way. So that's my tip number one. So tip number two is do not discuss issues when you are in a low mood. Now this comes from another book, The Relationship Handbook by George Pransky. This is a book that probably, it was actually a book recommended to me by a hypnotherapist that I went to see years ago. When I was just starting out, I went to see a hypnotherapist for confidence And we ended up talking about relationship stuff and this book came up and both Aidan and I read this book and we both said (laughs) that it was a complete life-changing thing, us both reading this book. It really, really helped us. Actually, I don't think it's in print anymore, but you can get it on Kindle. And in this book, George talks about how when you're in a low mood, it skews your perception of everything. You're wearing your gloomy glasses, basically, and the whole relationship has a negative slant. And we're in a more emotionally volatile place. And it means that we're not as good at making good decisions. I mean, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Don't make any big decisions when you're hungover, when you haven't slept well, when you're hungry, when you're just in a low mood for whatever reason. 
this state of mind is not the right time to have a serious talk about your relationship, to talk about problems, to sort of dig up the past, any of that sort of thing. Because it's going to be coming from that negative place and it's not going to yield a positive and a fruitful discussion. So if possible, wait for that mood to pass before you raise issues, before you have big discussions or before you make any decisions. It's also really important to remember that moods pass. And no, I'm not talking about clinical depression here. I'm talking about those kind of bad moods that we can get into, low moods, maybe we haven't slept well or we're just having a bad week at work or something. These moods pass. And even though it seems like it's going to last forever when we're in that mood, very often within a few days, the dark clouds start to clear and you're going to find yourself being in a much more resourceful state for making those decisions or having those bigger discussions. And number three is to have a family meeting. Now, maybe you do have kids or you have other family living with you. I'm talking about a family meeting. It may just be the two of you, you and your partner, or even you and your housemate. Now, my slightly anxious and controlling need to get things done and be organised can mean that I ambush my partner with requests throughout the day. So it might be that Aidan is running from the kitchen back into his office to get on a Zoom call. And I mention, you know, could you put these things back up in the loft, please? Or we're rushing out the door to go and see his family. And I start to raise the issue of the fact that we, you know, haven't spent a lot of time together, just the two of us recently. And guess what? When I'm springing these topics on my partner on the fly, (laughs) it doesn't really go very well. There isn't that space. There isn't that um, permission to have that discussion at that time. And it can make the other person feel ambushed or overwhelmed, or they're not in a good space to be able to receive whatever it is that you're saying to them. So this is why we introduced the family meeting. And it's where we put time in the diary. It's quite often you know, on a Friday evening or on a Sunday evening when we've got time and space, we're relaxed and we can sit down together and go through a bit of an itinerary of topics that we want to discuss, whether that's big decisions we want to make, things that we want to do in the house, making plans for the future, discussing, you know, the big topics in life, whatever it might be, things that we've been things that have been niggling with us, things that were kind of irritate, maybe slightly irritated with the, about the other person. And creating this dedicated time and space to talk about things means that we are both in a good place to be able to receive that. We've carved out the time and space and we can use that time to have a constructive conversation. So instead of me bringing an issue when I'm triggered... <laughs> about the fact that we don't spend time together. I'm bringing it into a space where there is calmness and space and the intention from both of us that we're going to have a productive conversation. And it just means that things go a lot better. No one feels ambushed. No one feels overwhelmed because they're in the the middle of something else. And in that meeting, we'll often schedule time to do things. Like we'll schedule time to put things in the loft or we'll schedule time to have more time together in that meeting. And then perhaps we will schedule the next family meeting for another month's time. So those are my three things that I was going to share with you. So clear and kind communication, 
making an observation, stating how you feel and then making a request. Then we had don't discuss issues when you're in a low mood, come back to them when you're in a more resourceful state. And lastly, having a family meeting. So I'm really curious to know, was this useful for you? Let me know, come and find me on Instagram and tell me about whether you're going to be trying any of these strategies. And also if there's anything else around relationships or anything indeed that you would like me to talk about on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. I also wanted to let you know that I am finally, once again, taking on some new one-to-one clients. It's been quite a long time. I was off and then had a waiting list, but I've got some space for a couple new clients. So if you're interested in working together, I help people with things like public speaking, confidence, imposter syndrome at work and helping people to feel a sense of inner confidence that allows them to do the things that they want to do and get to that next level in their work or their business, whether that means you know going for a new job, whether that means setting up your business, whether that means being able to have better conversations with your team, set boundaries and do all of this whilst having a deeper sense of calmness and groundedness. Being able to keep your ambition and your drive, but do that with some more calmness and groundedness. So if you head over to karma-u.com, you can find out how to work with me and see if that's something that you might want to look into. So thank you so much for listening. Can't wait to connect with you again. Send you loads of love. Hope you have a great week. You have been listening to the Karma You podcast with me, Chloe Bretheridge. Don't forget you can download loads of freebies for anxiety and confidence at my website, karmayou.com. You can also find out about my app and my one-on-one sessions. Please do subscribe to this podcast in the Apple Podcast app. And if you have enjoyed it or found it helpful, please leave me a review. It makes a massive difference to helping the podcast get discovered by other people. And come on over and find me on Instagram. I'm hanging out there every day. You can find me at Chloe Brotheridge. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And please do share it with anyone who might need to hear this today. So I'm sending you loads of love and I hope you have a brilliant week ahead. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. 
So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.